is no longer really an opportunity or choice, it's an imperative. To telling the story, how do we make sure that um, you know we're taking full advantage of any and all assets that are on the, the grid and at customer premises? Welcome to the EI360 podcast. My name is Sandy Coughlin, and I'm here with David Swink, CEO of an exchange. And David, we've had a lot of travels. We finally land back here in McKinney, and we land in this really awesome new podcast room that our team worked so hard on, and we're so grateful for it. Um, what do you think? I think it's outstanding. I got to compliment yourself, Genevieve, and Alan, uh, our team here, for doing just a fabulous job. It's. Uh, I look forward to other people coming here and being able to participate in our podcast and be in this room. But, but thank you. You all did a wonderful job. Yeah, it, it really is awesome, man. Great job, team. Um, okay, so November, we were talking about data. And last week, uh, I know you were able to watch uh, my interview with Jamie, and it was outstanding. Mm -hmm. And Jamie kind of helped introduce the, the world of data from a data scientist's point of view. But David, um, you're going to expand on that a little bit too, and, and we'll talk and unpack a lot about that this month. So I'm going to turn that over to you. Well, great. Well, Jamie did do a great job, and we got a great team. I think one of the things that's exciting about uh, NX is that you know, really every day we get the opportunity to come and, and work together as a team and, and really be thinking about how do we create the, the you know, the new digital uh, solutions for many of the clients that we're working with. Uh, you know, Vince Lombardi once made the comment that the joy is in creating, not in maintaining. And I think in a, in a world of digitization, you know, one of the things that we're hoping this podcast does, if at minima, is cause people to think, uh, to think differently. You know, we, we, we're in a very transformative time, not just in the energy space, but really in a convergence space where things, where things are really converging. So we're excited about talking about, you know, all things data, about digital. Uh, got to compliment you, Sandy, on the little video that, you know, comes on before this about, you know, having the data node dancing. Kind of reminds me of the little M&M characters that dance. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, great, it's a great analogy and a great depiction of what is so important today is that we've been so focused, uh, you know, for years on, you know, getting data, you know, basically being able to gather data, gather intelligence. Uh, you know, storing it and then being able to visualize it. But, but the reality is that's not the end of the journey. You know, one of the things that, you know, we're really trying to, to you know, begin to introduce to folks is, okay, but how does that lead to not just actionable data? And again, that's even a term that kind of we use as, uh, as the ending point. But it really is more about what's the solution? You know, where, where are we trying to drive to? And, and I would advocate that a lot of it's about, you know, business solutions. Uh, and, and what digitization is doing to create a whole new business construct. Uh, you know, without us getting technical today, in the energy industry, we talk a lot about how, you know, energy has flowed in a very uh, linear way, you know, one direction. Now we're talking about bidirectional, you know, energy. We're talking about virtual power plants, talking about distributed energy re uh, resource management. And these are solutions. They're very complex solutions. And it really is about how not only can we get the data to dance, but how do we get it to dance together? How do we orchestrate that data? And matter of fact, I'd love for you to kind of create that orchestration of data nodes, kind of singing <laughs> in the choir. That's kind of going through my mind right now. But, but you know, I, I once read also, Sandy, that someone said that, you know, there, there are really things that gifted thinkers do. You know, they're able to reframe. Uh, and, you know, think about data. It really is to help us get new insights. You know, it's not about, you know, data. Many people say data is the new gold. No, it's fool's gold. It's insights that's the new gold. So, you know, that insights and helping us reframe how we see things. Uh, gifted thinkers scan. You know, they scan the data. 
They're able to look at more than just one point of data. They're able to look at uh, the convergence of data and, and what that means to you know, managing assets, managing a virtual power plant. You know, they're able to abstract, which means I'm able to kind of connect the dots. You know, and we, we talk about this global network or uh, nodal graph architecture that's kind of our underlying engine. And really what it is, it's just the ability to take large volumes of data and begin to kind of abstractly think about how does that change the way in which we do the things we do from a day-to-day -day operations? How does that give us a 10 times factor of increasing efficiencies, increasing productivity, increasing revenues? Uh, the idea of multivariate thinking, you know, that's a tough thing today, but that idea of being able to, to really balance a lot of data at the same time. It's amazing to me when we walk into our command center how, you know, when you can see data holistically, how it really does tap into some things in our minds we've never seen before. It's that envisioning, being able to take data and say, okay, I envision a different future for my organization. I envision a different way of doing things. And then it's about inducting, you know, inducting meaning, how do I begin to really apply those, those new lessons, those new paradigms, and begin to put that in my organization so that the vision for my organization truly can be attained. And so, again, I think that's something that I just, you know, think our, as I know myself and others, there's more to it than just, you know, what meets the eye or in terms of just data. Um, I think today we're playing chess, not checkers. Um, you know, and, and that's when we talk about data dancing, it's about, you know, playing chess, not just checkers. But over the next several weeks, to get to the point of what we're going to talk about, over the next several weeks, what we would like to do is really kind of unpack both one, how we see and how we believe that we get data from a point of that first data gathering to the point of the business, new business solution, the new business construct, the new return on investment, the, the 10 times factor. And uh, one of the things about our patent, Sandy, is that our patent really is all about uh, that journey. It's about, you know, the, the, the layers of uh, that process or that methodology. And so we're going to talk about and unpack each one of those over the next several weeks. One, you know, what we call the component layer, which means, you know, when you have all this intelligence that's being gathered from all these different devices and all these different assets, do you have the ability to bring that all together in one system? We call it a system of systems. Can you do that in a way in which it's agnostic? Can you do that in a way in which that's all interoperable? Because at the end of the day, that gets back to this idea that it really isn't about just an asset or just a system. It's about data and having that data be orchestrated. We're going to talk about the communication quote layer, the communication layer in, in being and how do we get the data from you know, an asset all the way into maybe a cloud architecture and all the way to the various stakeholders that, that are in, in the marketplace. You know, virtual power plants are a perfect example of how we're going to be required to create a, commu a communication uh, um, uh, construct where people all from all aspects can see data and basically Uberize the data. Uh, the information layer. What information does do the do the people in the organization need? Our, you know, we have a platform that addresses that at the at the most granular level. Uh, the next layer being the functional layer, which is really st starting to get into the artificial intelligence and the machine learning and the algorithms, uh, all being done in one system, all having the ability to, to actually use one system to simulate, control, and basically manage the assets in an optimized way in ways that people never have even thought of before. And then, of course, you know the kind of holy grail is the business layer. You know, 
if, if we do those things right, if we, if we address the components and make them agnostic and interoperable, if we create that communication architecture, if we understand who needs the information you know, at the right time for the right people for the right decision, if we know what functions need to happen, if this, then that, boy, oh boy, can yeah. we, can we uh, begin to turn you know, data into magic and you know that little node will be not just dancing, but will be you know winning the uh, you know the, the the title for being the best dancer. <laughs> exactly right, <laughs> dancing with the data nodes. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, the last thing I would just say, Sandy, a great quote. You know, success doesn't happen. It is organized, preempted, captured, and it's concentrated based on good common sense and facts. And I hope over the next you know several weeks, that's what we help you know, our audience understand we're trying to do. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to unpack all of that, the five layers. And uh, I'm also very excited to invite guests here to this awesome podcast room. And so we will definitely pick that up next week and we will see you next time.